on today's show of the Red Pill Party, I'm going to be talking about something very controversial, a person very controversial. And, um, this man goes by the name of Donald Trump. That's right. I will be talking about Donald Trump today. And you may think that I will be talking shit about Donald Trump, but no, nope. I think he's an all right guy. Yep. You know, the white supremacist, the guy that's being compared to Adolf Hitler, um, this, this racist guy who um, hates Mexicans, right? Um, this is all a political trick used by the liberals. They don't give a fuck about anything factual. They just want people to vote Democratic. Blacks have been a target for quite some time. And I'm breaking the fucking cycle. Robert Ola, a.k.a. Jersey Judah in the motherfucking house. Or <laughs> outside of the house. I'm going for a walk as we speak around the city. And the topic really came up. And I've been really quiet about this guy, Donald Trump. I've kind of just taken a step back and just observed everything that's been going on with the liberal media. I've taken a trip to uh, the right-wing conservative media, Fox, CRTV. I think it's Blaze now because Glenn Beck's a fucking faggot. He wanted to uh, just take over a network, got rid of Gavin McGinnis, the only fucking entertaining guy on the network. But anyway... I've been I've been very quiet for like almost two years about this subject and this individual because you know being a black conservative, being a black Trump supporter, is not popular. But the thing about it is, with me, I don't give a fuck about popularity. I'm not a politician. I'm just a person that likes to speak on the subject matter that a lot of people don't. And in all actuality, you'll be surprised a lot of these entertainers, a lot of these black celebrities support Donald Trump as well. The, the one thing I won't support is Hillary Clinton. Let's just get that out of the fucking way. The one person I won't support is Hillary Clinton. Anybody with Clinton as a last name, I don't trust. Now, I can go through the statistics dealing with, you know, the Clintons, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to talk about my homeboy, Donald Trump. <laughs> you know, uh, Donald Trump is one of these dudes, right? Um, a businessman. Owned, he owned uh, a lot of establishments. I've enjoyed one of his establishments, the Trump Taj Mahal in Atlantic City. I've had a lot of Jack and Cokes. I've had a lot of uh, beers. And I've been there at a <laughs> underage, and I haven't been ID'd. So I want to give a shout-out to Donald Trump for that. And, <laughs> like, all jokes aside, like, let's just be real, let's be factual here. Um, I'm going to explain to people, black people mostly, on why Americans, even myself, like Donald Trump. So, you see, when you have a person who runs for office who has no real political affiliation, that's a good sign to Americans. Because everybody knows that uh, politicians are a bunch of scumbag motherfuckers. Now, not all of them, but most of them. And unfortunately, the bad apples spoiled the whole bunch. So what happens is the American citizens go, well, we're tired of fucking voting 
for these people with broken promises. These people always talking about change, always talking about hope, always talking with these bullshit fucking slogans. And then Trump comes out, make America great again. Black people go crazy. Hispanics go crazy. This, this is somehow some code for bringing back slavery. This is somehow some code of bringing blacks back to Africa, which for the most part, I thought most black people wanted to go to Africa. And then you got this stupid dyke, Chelsea Handler, the most unfunny broad on television. The most unfunny broad on television next to Ellen DeGeneres and, you know, all of these other unfunny women talking about, well, I'm moving to Spain because I don't want to live in the country uh, ran by a white supremacist, ran by a fascist. <laughs> and it's, it's entertaining to me because <clears throat> you really start to understand um, how the world, how the world works. It's like, you know, we could talk about these fucking rappers you know, like uh, 10, 15 years ago, they were talking about Donald Trump and their rap songs. There's even a song called Donald Trump. I forgot who made the song, but it's about being rich, being successful like Donald Trump. These are rappers. Now, of course, because of the, uh, the change of the scenery, and I've told people constantly, if Donald Trump were to run for, for president as a Democrat, blacks would be in arms. Because let's be honest, once again, he's not a politician. He didn't come in knowing about policies. He came in as a person who was trying to make the country better, a person who's, uh, I feel sincere in a lot of cases. You know, and a lot of the shit that's going on, a lot of the things he's doing with a lot of the black conservatives and a lot of the black people in the Washington area, it's not being televised because the liberals don't want to televise that. And then you got these fucking brainwashed black liberals that say, well, of course he wants to do that. He wants the black vote. Why wouldn't he want the black vote? That's my question. We've been race baited <laughs> for like 50 fucking years by the fucking Democratic Party. We've been race baited by the Democratic Party for fucking decades now. So now Trump comes out, a fucking outlaw. The Republicans don't like him. The Democrats don't like him. Fox buries him, CNN just destroys him every chance they get. Um, you know, the immigration uh, subject is very touchy. You, you're talking about a dude who came into office and started to get shit done. <laughs> Whether you like the guy or not, you have to realize something. He's not a politician, so he's not one of these slimy motherfuckers. Now, he may be a slimy, rich motherfucker. You know, the guy has money. You know, he, he came into the office with money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, his wife's an immigrant. So, you know, that's a big thing that, that, that gets brought up into the hypocrisy of Trump. But who the fuck cares, man? Like, it's funny to me. Like, I'm, I'm just... I'm not just getting into, uh, you know, political science. I've, I've kind of learned about it gradually throughout the past 10 years. I've studied every side, every political party. And um, I've came to the conclusion that I won't put myself in a Republican um, category. But what I will say is that I'm conservative. I have conservative views. So 
anything that I talk about politically, I'm going to clash with most black people because black people aren't used to hearing another black person say, we need to stop depending on the government. Um, black people, black liberals for the most part, aren't used to a black conservative in general. That's why um, the term sellout, um, you know, they say dudes are tap dancing, but <laughs> we have a different mindset. We're more realistic than you. We really are. We, we look at life for what it is. You know, if you're going to have, if you're going to have a president you don't like and you love the country and you constantly call the president a Nazi, you constantly call the president a white supremacist, go fuck yourself. You, if you love the country, you're going to support every president that's in the White House, whether you like him or dislike him, because you want the country to do good. You want the country to be prosperous. And as much as black people love to complain, we spend a lot of money. We, we spend the most money throughout the past couple years. We've, we've been spending money. So it's not like this fucking, um, we have to play victim. I'm, I'm tired of being the victim. I'm tired of playing the victim. I'm tired of hearing other black people complain about they're the victim. I'm tired of hearing this bullshit excuse of racism. I'm tired of hearing this bullshit excuse um, to just attack and attack, but be victims. We're attacking people, but we're being victimized somehow. Um, we have all of these stupid protests that have no action. And listen, I'm not telling people to burn cities down, but damn it, black folks, how fucking long is it going to take for you to fucking march? The Million Man March, this march, that march, this nonviolent bullshit, until you realize that nobody gives a fuck. You're a pawn. You're being televised by the liberal media. They're only pushing to the agenda that involves you because although blacks are uh, 13% of the world's population, oh, not the world, the country's population, out of those uh, 13%, like 85% are liberals. They vote Democrat. Um, if you were to ask them why, most of them aren't even inclined to answer because their parents told them to vote Democrat. I'm one of those people. I just stepped out of the fucking circle and started looking at things through my own perspective instead of my family's perspective. Because you got to realize, um, you know, our parents, I'm 30, so our parents, people that are my age, grew up in a, a world of oppression, uh, a, a world of real oppression, the world of real segregation, real racism. This shit today is a fucking game. This isn't... I can walk wherever the fuck I want to walk. I'm not being told I can't be somewhere because how I look. I fucking refuse. But we, most of us today, still have this mindset that we are enslaved. And the thing about it is, we are. And it's not just it's not just the blacks anymore. It's the Hispanics. It's the whites. One way or another, through taxes. Um, through fucking media, fucking media manipulation, faggots being brainwashed on television, choosing the side, choosing the network, which generally means choosing a political party, which long term, it makes sense. Um, if you're going to be an adult and if you're going to fucking complain about what's going on in the world, you should know about who you're complaining about. That's, that's my thing. 
I don't want to get people politically involved to run for whatever the fuck. But if you decide to do that, that's your decision. I just want people to realize that <laughs> I don't consider Donald Trump to be a bad president. I just don't. You know, we we went through so much shit, man. You know, with, with presidents, Republican presidents dealing with fucking Reagan, dealing with George W. Bush, H.W. Bush. And it's like, is this guy really the worst? Like, is, is this dude... Is this dude really the worst guy that we have? I doubt it. I really do. I had to do a little pause for the cause. Um, <laughs> I just helped a man uh, put a stove on a truck. Because that's what I do. Um, he kind of just pulled up on me, asked me, you know, he needed some help. And I said, okay, you know, he said it needed to have money. I said, okay, you know, what's the point? But anyway, back to what I'm talking about, like, you know, this whole black thing, um, dealing with Donald Trump, I find it to be very um, disingenuous, simply for the reason that I said earlier, uh, a lot of the rappers, um, a lot of the just everyday black people uh, followed were fans of Trump, rapped about Trump, partied at, uh, partied at the Trump Taj Mahal in AC, very good, fine establishment, and all of a sudden, because of an R next to his name running for president, he becomes a racist, and I want people to realize something, <laughs> race baiting with the Democratic, with the liberals, has been going on since day fucking one. Anytime a Republican, um, anytime a Republican goes for president, there's the allegation of racism. There's the allegation of being sexist, which brings me to my next topic of toxic masculinity. Grab him by the pussy, said Donald Trump. And I agree. Because what he said was... <laughs> He, he reached the point to where he had so much money, he, had, he was so successful, that he can go up to any woman and grab him by the pussy. I mean, money represents power in this country. There's no other way to put it. You can be a fucking square, a piece of shit, a nobody. But if you have money, you're somebody. I mean, <laughs> you don't need a fucking, you don't really need money to be a powerful person, but when you have money, you become a powerful person. And you're capable of doing things. You talk to women however you want to talk to women if you have money. It's a, it's a, it's a fact. There's no other way to put it. And bitches are too sensitive today. And I'm not gonna cater to bitches. That's something I don't do. I don't cater to dogs. I let the veterinarians do that. A lot of these bitches have fleas. Fleas. Baggage. That's what that means. Fleas, baggage. And um, emotionally driven women, which most women are, it's fine. It's just, when does it end? <laughs> we got everything being labeled as toxic masculinity. My podcast will probably be labeled as toxic masculinity because I talk about these stupid bitches. Emotionally driven women who, who, who don't really know shit. They don't really know anything. 
besides makeup and fucking hair and stupid fucking uh, Bravo fucking documentaries and bullshit on television. Emotionally driven. They have no no cares and consideration of anything logical. And which leads me to feminist. <laughs> These fucking dykes, man. And look, man, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm... I'm doing this thing on my own, so I, I don't need people to tell me to not talk about these things because I'm going to anyway. I, I do what the fuck I want to do. And I have uh, the First Amendment, even though a lot of people want to shut that shit down. Oh, all of a sudden, you know, First Amendment is considered hate speech. Hmm. It's interesting. You know, um, this is usually used by black women and black people in general. The reason why I say black women is because it's emotionally based. You know, blacks can have their protests and talk about killing cops, uh, talking about killing whitey. Um, When white people have a protest or uh, when white people have the Blue Lives Matter or the police, I should say, have Blue Lives Matter, it's somehow hate speech now. (laughs) It's somehow something hateful. You know, but we talking about killing whites and, and killing police, that's acceptable. It gotta go two ways. It's a two-way street, man. Like, if I'm gonna say something completely racist, right? Which I usually do. I do it in a joking satire fashion. And then I hear a white person on his podcast say nigger, spook, or something, you know, coon or whatever, spade. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. It's like, (laughs) we just want things our way. And when people do things their way, we complain about it. And it's, it's becoming annoying because a lot of the black people, like I said before, dislike Donald Trump because he's a Republican. They don't really have a reason to really dislike him. Um, they'll say he hates Mexicans. That's not true. Uh, there is a problem with the fucking immigration in this country. And it just so happens that California, even though I mentioned numerous times that California was once once owned partially by, uh, by the Mexicans, you still have the influential uh, areas. For fuck's sake, we got fucking New Mexico. <laughs> we got all these things. It's fine. But if people... Mexicans are going to come to the country. Uh, They should do it legally. Am I wrong for saying that? Because if you have a group of Mexicans coming to the fucking country uh, without being monitored, without without being looked at, it just so happens that a lot of these uh, people, the uh, coyotes, they call them, that guide to say the Mexican women that want to be guided into America, they have to trade pussy in order to get to America. (laughs) Look, this is true. Uh, The coyotes are Mexicans who guide other Mexicans into the country illegally. And the women that want to get into the country, they have to give up the twat. Um, The coyotes are fucking these broads, these desperate broads that's trying to get to a country. They feel that this country is the land of opportunity, the land of freedom, and all of this bullshit, hallmark, faggot fucking slayings, these, these stupid sayings and mantras that Americans always use. And, you know, they pay the price with their vagina. And, um, <laughs> it's a funny thing to me. Like, it, the whole, the whole scene right now, the whole country right now, and it's really funny. It's entertaining. You know, and 
people bring up politics and they bring up politicians to me as if I'm going to just turn left and go, yeah, you know, we, I wish I had Trump, uh, I wish I had Obama back in office. The fuck, I don't care about Obama. <laughs> Is it wrong that I don't give a fuck about Obama? Is it wrong that I choose not just to support him because of his race, even though he's half black? He's not even fully black. We had this conversation last week about mixed people who are partially black claiming to be fully black, even though they're raised by whites. Colin Kaepernick, Jesse Williams, these are the same people. And ironically, these are the people that supposedly speak on black. How can you speak on a race when you're not fully that race? Like, how is that fucking possible? But you know what? Black people in this fucking country are weak-minded as fuck. We, we, we don't fucking have our own opinions anymore. We follow the crowd. We follow shitty rappers. We follow bullshit artists and, and fucking bullshit movie stars. And that's how we live our lives. Uh, white people happen to be a little bit more realistic. And... When it comes to these issues, and when it comes to the president, Donald Trump, I find the explanation for white people to be a little bit more um, acceptable, in my opinion, than black people. You know, nowadays, it's fuck Donald Trump, it's this and that, kill Donald Trump. Un-fucking-believable. Now, let's take a trip back uh, over 10 years ago, 2008, end of 2008, beginning of 2009, You had Obama in the fucking office, right? You know, all the black people went, oh man, the world's gonna be better, we have a black president. Nothing changed. (laughs) The slogans, (laughs) the fucking mantra of hope and change, it it never occurred. Now, for older black people, you know, people that's maybe 20 years older than me, they rejoiced in it because, you know, for them, they wouldn't imagine that there would be a black president, even though he's not all black. So it's in, in that aspect, and since I did vote for him 2008, because he was black and I had no political uh, ideology, I didn't give a shit at that time, I just saw a black face and said, you know what, I'll vote for him. And um, it, it didn't work. <laughs> it did not work. And I say this once and I'm going to say it again. Uh, Barack Obama did more for homosexuals and lesbians than black people. Period. He legalized uh, gay marriage, lesbian marriage, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and did nothing for black people. Nothing. Not one thing. Uh, Of course, he had rappers, you know. He wants to be hip. He wants to keep his vote. It's all a tactic scheme, man. Fucking Jay-Z's retarded asses in the White House. You got Kendrick Lamar in the White House. No real important figures in the White House. So when you have somebody like Donald Trump who's in the White House, well, he had had a conference with like 2,000 black conservatives. Now these aren't celebrities, these are people like you and I who just have a different ideology. I find that to be a little bit more impressive than just inviting gangster rappers and inviting bullshit entertainers to the White House. But that's just me. And because it's just me, It's not a popular opinion. But like I said earlier, popularity doesn't mean shit to me. Like it really doesn't mean nothing to me anymore. When you're 30, let me just tell people who aren't my age yet. Um, When you reach 30 years old, popularity should not be something you aim for unless you're doing something that deals with uh, 
I don't even know, unless you're a politician. Popularity doesn't mean shit. Popularity doesn't get you to the next level. Now, like the shit I talk about, man, it might get me to the next level, because there's a couple, there's like a group of people that I fuck with that, that, um, that would understand what I'm saying, but they're not, they're not open about it, because, you know, they're, they're afraid of being considered sellouts. Man, I don't give a fuck about none of these niggas here. <laughs> none. They, you have to realize something. We tend to pay attention to things that have no effect on us. We just pay attention to basketball, football, sports, music, media. We don't pay attention to the political issues. We don't even study. We don't even know why most of us hate politicians. We're just told that they're fake, which a lot of them are. They play a role just like an entertainer, just like an athlete. Give me a fucking break. You got fucking basketball players in the NBA telling kids to stay in school. Now, do you know... The NBA is consisted of 80% African-American Negroes and very little of them are actually educated. (laughs) Like, let's be honest. Like, I had this conversation before. Basketball today is like prison ball. Everybody on the fucking court got sleeve tattoos. You know, everybody on the court has, like, you know, the same sneakers. Like, there's no originality anymore. Everybody wants to be Jordan. Everybody wants to be the next fucking LeBron James. Everybody wants to be the big body like Shaq. Nobody's original in life. (laughs) Nobody's original in life. And because of everything going on, because of the race issue, because of the sexual orientation issue, everybody's hypersensitive. And Trump triggers that, um, that, that, that emotion, that hatred. Um, the trans people are not a big fan of Donald Trump and Mike Pence. Uh, the homosexuals are not a fan of Donald Trump and Mike Pence. Mike Pence, I believe 2017, said that we can fix um, homosexuality. We can cure people of homosexuality. <laughs> Michael Pence, vice president of this great country of the United States of America has said that homosexuals can be cured. <laughs> now listen, I'm, I understand, like, let's just be honest, like, you got the right wing, the right wing are a bunch of Bible thumpers, they don't like homosexuality, blacks don't like homosexuality either, let's just be honest, and uh, is it an ignorant statement to make? Absolutely, it's a terrible statement to make, but is it, <laughs> is it relatable, can I understand where he's coming from? Yeah, because he's raised, everyone's raised different. We're not gonna come onto earth and look at everybody the same. We're not all built the same. We don't talk the same, we don't walk the same. We're not gonna have the same viewpoints about homosexuality. We're not gonna have the same viewpoints about transgender people. It's not going to happen. And as much as the left wing wants to do it, as much as uh, the liberal media wants to get people to be on board with all this crazy shit, We're just not going to. We're not going to. I'm not going to. You see all of these celebrities, man, like really talented celebrities, radio personalities, you name it. Harold Stern, let's just use, let's use Howie, for example. Howard Stern has completely went left on the political side of things. 
um, a lot of references of retards, um, a lot of like the racial slurs, a lot of the edgy shit that made his show popular is no longer being used. And his show is literally falling by the wayside, literally falling by the wayside. Now, it's everywhere um, because you got high paid celebrities who at one time spoke their mind, said whatever the fuck they wanted, didn't care because they've had their own following. Their fans were the ones that kept them paid. What's happening is everybody's being guilt by the left. Hey, you said that racial slur, you know, even though it's a joke. Oh, you said faggot, even though you didn't refer to a gay person or you say anything racial, you use the word tran, tranny, it's a rap for you if you're a celebrity. Fortunately for me, I'm not a celebrity and I don't give a fuck about being one. I use this platform to speak my mind. I used to do the same on social media, Facebook, my uh, my fucking accounts have been banned for 30 days. Uh, I have, I've had people block me, uh, people getting triggered, unfriending me. And look, life goes on. I'm not even friends. I got 83 friends on Facebook. Let me tell you guys something, right? I got 83 friends on Facebook. I literally talked to like five of them. All the other ones are just fillers. They just, you know, doesn't make me like a complete loser. But at the same time, I'm not going to have 3,000 Facebook friends because I don't want 3,000 friends in general. And I'm not going to play this fucking popularity game. And that's all Facebook really became. It became a popularity game. How many friends you like? Um, how many parties you go to? What events do you have? How many friends of yours have birthdays coming up? It's all a fucking popularity contest. And grown-ass men, grown women are falling by the wayside with this. No, nothing, nothing remotely logical is coming out of the mouths or out of the keyboards or however the fuck you want to say it from any of these cocksuckers. So listen, the, the reality of it is, and this is just hardcore facts. I'm in this alone. Um, because of my viewpoints on most women, I don't necessarily talk to a lot of women. Women don't necessarily want to talk to me. Now, I'm not an ugly guy. I'm not. You know, I've... I've, I've uh, had a good track record with the women, you know, uh, yeah, but like my opinions about things have changed. Not to say that they've changed drastically. I've technically had this opinion and I've had this mindset and I had this ideology the entire time. I just chosen to keep my mouth shut because I was afraid of, of people thinking that I'm some type of white supremacist. Like I'm already being, <laughs> I'm a black man, by the way. People know me, I, I am an African-American, although I don't like the term, I consider it to be black American. They fucking hate me. Like, you, you, you ever, uh, for a lot of people that's, that's trying to better themselves, either if you're a recovering addict, or if you're just out of prison, or whatever, any sort of rehabilitation, you go through a stage in life where um, you're no longer the person that you were before. And so people think that you've changed and you've became um, uh, a sellout. Or just because people don't have, uh, just because you don't party with the same motherfuckers and just because you don't do the same bullshit, um, you're considered, you know, oh, you're, you're, pr- you're prude now. Oh, you're square. You know, be happy to be a fucking square. <laughs> like, listen, I grew up with, and most of my friends are drug addicts. Most of my friends. Back then, I don't no longer associate with them for obvious reasons. But 
at that time and still today, like if you don't do drugs, you're not normal. That's what people think. If you just go to work, do what you have to do, go home, you're not normal. You have to do something. Oh, come on, drink this liquor, smoke this blunt, you know, snort this line, <laughs> shoot this bun. Like it's extreme today. To now, like I said, man, if you have, if you go through uh, sobriety, recovering, you may want to just leave your old friends out completely. Because <clears throat> the result isn't going to be a good one. You're going to be back on drugs. You're going to be back in a negative state of mind. And like me, I'm a person who believes that isolation is necessary. Alienation at times is necessary because there's people who believe that everybody gives a shit about what they say. There's people who are jaded enough to believe that because they talk about political issues, everybody should listen. I'm not one of those people, but at the same time, um, with my progression recently, I chose to talk about things more personal. Every once in a while, I make a couple jokes, you know, just to get people laughing. But at the same time, it's always a subject and a matter at hand that I have to tackle. You know, Donald Trump's a, a, a very controversial subject. He's no longer a person. He's a president, for one, but he's became a controversial subject. So if you're in a public place and you even say the word Trump, it can invoke so much emotion from people. <laughs> I've done it. I used to troll uh, two years ago before I actually known about Donald Trump running for president and I was able to, you know, give him a chance, at least get behind him a little bit. But I used to, I used to troll every liberal. I used to go to bars and say, you know, Trump for life and just see him turn around and look at me, smirk at me. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Hillary Clinton is a fucking devil. <laughs> we want to talk about, we want to talk about Donald Trump and how terrible of a guy he is. Well, let's remind people of uh, Hillary's husband, Bill Clinton. You know, the one that got his dick sucked on, uh, you know, in the White House and, you know, the one that incarcerated the most blacks with the three strike law, you know, and uh, blacks still love him because blacks aren't, aren't really educated politically. <laughs> That's our problem in this country. We don't have the... <laughs> we don't have the education to dislike somebody. We'll dislike somebody because our favorite celebrity told them to dislike him. We're robots. None of us are original anymore. I'm the last of a dying fucking breed. I'm the last of a dying breed. I have to bring children... I have to I have to bring children to this earth and I have to teach them the same way that, that I've taught myself to not be taught. You know, it's it's like be yourself, you know what I'm saying? Choose what religion you feel because it's you at the end of the day that's going to be religious or not. Choose the politi the political parties that you want to represent because it's you at the end of the day that's representing, not just your family. You know, to have a different viewpoint in the household is like, uh, uh, it's like taboo, but fuck it. I don't have the same opinions of my parents. I never will. I'm from a different era. They're from a completely different era. And I'm not going to try to reason and have a talk politically. You are what you are. I am what I am. And this whole toxic masculinity shit dealing with these stupid cunts, these stupid, dumb women 
who just want to change the entire way. This, everything was normal. You know what I'm saying? Women were being catered and it wasn't good enough. Um, women were getting opportunities. It wasn't good enough. Um, nowadays, women want to be dominant. Nowadays, the feminism is just about male bashing. So if women want to go through bashing men, um, feminist that is, I'm not talking about all women, then I'm going to bash you short haircut dyke looking motherfuckers as well. I have the freedom of speech to do it. I don't give a fuck about consequences like that. You know, it's 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 this battle that I have against political correctness. It's this fucking battle that I have against social justice warriors. It's no battle against white people. I don't have a specific target of race. Most of these bum-ass PC politically correct motherfuckers are black anyway. They just say whatever the fuck they want. They don't, they don't want the opposition to say whatever they want because if the opposition says whatever they want, it's hate speech. When a liberal says whatever they want, oh, well, you know, it's freedom of speech. Oh, yeah, it's freedom of speech. You know, all of a sudden, I feel as if I'm the only one fighting a battle that is like, de- it's it's a destined loss, but it's the point of fighting, it's the point of having something to, to fucking fight for, something meaningful, something logical, something righteous in a, in a sense. A lot of people don't have that ability. A lot of the people just want to follow. They have no fucking, they have no intentions of leading their own path. They want to follow their favorite rapper, they want to follow this, they want to follow that, they don't have their own opinions. And the cycle continues. The cycle continues. I'm going to end this kind of early. Sunday morning, by the way. I don't feel great, but I don't feel bad either. So I still had enough time to say what's on my mind. I hope everybody uh, enjoyed their weekend. I didn't. I'm pretty much counting down to where I go back to work because at least when I'm working, I'm occupied and I'm making money. When I'm here, you know, I I do as much as I can. I'm still writing a book about the things that I've gone through, how I got uh, politically involved in, you know, my personal matters. I feel that it, it, it will be an educational book for a lot of the teens who may or may not go through what I've been going through or what I went through. And I think it'll just be a good read for people that know me. And I don't give a shit about, um, it's really just a hobby of mine. I've always been uh, writing, you know, even when I was doing shit hop. I was uh, writing bars, writing rhymes. Uh, I would write poetry. I would I would write like short stories and shit like that. So I've always been fascinated with getting a big body of work done, a big chunk of handwriting completed, just so I can tell people like I wrote a book. I don't give a fuck if it's published or not. I just want to be able to say you know with my time. Uh, rather than bitch and complain, rather than play video games, rather look for useless broads. I, I've took time out of my own day and I've written, um, you know, a pretty decent, I'm not nowhere near done yet, but I'm saying I wrote a pretty decent, uh, amount, you know, about my occupation, about, you know, uh, growing up, you know, in this town, in the city, around these people, but, you know, I don't know when I'll do another one, uh, another podcast, I may do something tomorrow, but, um, until then, man, this is the Red Pill Party. This is Robert Ola, a.k.a. Jersey Judah. I want to thank people who's been listening, checking it out. Um, this is, by the way, brought to you exclusively by Anchor. Anchor is a very, 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 very sufficient app. If you have ideas, if you want to talk about sports, media, anything going on, why not use Anchor for your podcast? Anchor.
why not? Um, because like I said before, man, this ain't even an ad. I'm just saying this is a good app. Uh, you know, segments. You can have segments on there. You can have personal music in the background. I might choose some jazzy shit this time. I've been choosing uh, some weird music. I don't know. It just sounds funny when I talk about, um, you know, Trump and stupid bitches and there's like really smooth jazz playing in the background. But anyway, this is Jersey Judah. I'm out. Stay safe. Until next time.